0: Welcome to All Up In My Lady Business. I am your host, Mary Nisi. On this podcast, I will explore the fine line between having it together and losing your shit. Here I share my journey as an entrepreneur, a mom, a wife, a DJ, and randomly a beekeeper. No shame, no filter, except the ones I use on Instagram. My stories of resilience, a little structure, and a lot of resourcefulness is going to show you how to take those same things and be a boss, or at the bare minimum, feel like one. Thanks for listening. So hey, guys, it has been a long time since I last rapped at you, but I'm here. It's Mary. I'm back in the podcast saddle. Ooh, you know what? Hot flash just kind of came over me. How did I turn into like this stereotypical mom's menopausal mom? Mom's just over there. Power surging. Anyway, hi, guys. I'm back. And it's been a long time. June was the last time I recorded an episode. It was with my friend Katie Rexing. That was June. And then I disappeared. Around June, work was just bonkers. I will get into that a little bit later on. But I was so busy. And it was like, I was feeling so guilty for not being able to give the time to this podcast that it deserved. Because it was this thing that I love. And I really wish it was like the only thing that I did sometimes. But I had all these other things cluttering my mind. And I knew that if that like, basically, I was half assing. It all ironically, and it was making everything else I was trying to do half assed. And famously, I do try to whole ass things. So, and like, whenever I start going down the like, you're fucking all this up, it ends up becoming this very self fulfilling prophecy. My friend Susan was like, You know, it's your podcast. You know, you can just stop whenever you want to, and it'll always be there. And I was like, Oh, that's. A thing I didn't even realize I had an option to do because I get very like I'm very like you know this is my job and I got to do it and blurb and I whatever it sucks that I had to stop doing something that I loved in order to do something else I like loving I have a lot of things I love in my life which I suppose I am very grateful for I am very grateful for that but I really wanted to do it well and I just couldn't with my current headspace so or at a time and so I had to stop and put a pin in it and just kind of really just walk away and I gotta tell you like the relief that I felt I was able to actually like do a lot of stuff and really do great things at work so and that was important but in order to get there it's like you know it's like when you stop and you look back at periods of your life and you try to analyze them like why did this go this way or why are we here or why doesn't this feel right or good or whatever like but I look back on times that I know were bad. I'm like, how did I stay there for so long? It's like this, the boiling frog thing. Like, you don't even realize that shit has been feeling bad for like a while or months or years. And, you know, it's like women, people, I mean, I, whatever, in general, we're so trained to stay in places where you don't feel like you have a choice or... You know, it's like we will stay in bad situations and it's not because we're stupid. It, there's a myriad of reasons why we can stay in bad places. But sometimes it, for me, it just feels like, oh, if I feel shitty, it must feel right because life is hard. So why should anything be easy? And I hope that you don't identify with that, but I kind of hope you do identify with that and don't think that I'm just being really dark because I know that it seems like something that has been the way of thought forever, but I'm doing a lot of work to try to undo that anyway. Like women, women in general, we're sort of trained to absorb the emotions of those around them and not react. And, you know, things will just not feel good. Like there's a situation where it doesn't feel like it's going well and you can't put a finger on it on why it doesn't feel right. And there's a lot, maybe there's obligation in there. And I always assume that it's because of me that if, that I'm doing something wrong or I made the bad decision on how I organized or designed a system or whatever, like I tend to try to Center myself in the problem, that might be something I should analyze more, but figuring out a way to make the it's like every problem, like I <laughs> I somehow made it happen and I can just blame myself and then move on. But I also sometimes get afraid that if I fix one part of something, it's gonna like open up a wall and all of a sudden I'm gonna have like water and rats and falling debris coming out of the hole. So basically sometimes I feel like I'm afraid of change that if I do fix one part of something, it will set off a course of reactions that might make things worse. So sometimes I'll just stay put. But if you do take a second to look back on the butterfly effect of yourself and see what flapped its wings and caused the dominoes to start falling. And then you, and you got here, you can see that maybe things felt shitty for reasons you have control over. And then maybe from there, you might actually be able to exact some change. And it's like I think I've been in a slow rolling midlife crisis that started sometime around when Sebastian was a toddler. And I'm not going to go into the whole slog of that story, which has been leaking out here and there in this pod. I have some insight into that last few years that culminated into where we are today today. So as you know, or can guess, COVID was really bad for the wedding industry. And when it started, I hadn't really been doing the day-to-day with Toast and Jam. And when I got dropped in, like in medias res, I was not prepared. And because of the COVID of it all, I had to go back to DJing. And I, I was DJing most of 2021, and that was cool. Like I loved doing it again, and I can safely say that I'm still great at it. But by the end of that season, I was like... I am not cut out for standing for 12 hours and getting home at 1 a.m. And so and what sucked is I really loved doing the weddings. If they were like on Tuesday afternoons, I would do, I would always do weddings. But the Saturday night, 1 a.m. of it all, oof, I just, I didn't take any weddings for 2022. And then there were these strains of COVID that came bursting out of nowhere. And all of a sudden I was the backup DJ for the company. And I had a bunch of events and I was getting them all at the last minute. Like basically it'd be like, A DJ would test positive on Friday at two o'clock, and then I would be getting the notes at like five o'clock, and then I would be rolling into the wedding and being like, "I am your DJ." And luckily, people were pretty excited about it because they were even the owner of the company, and you know, I was excited to do it because it was still relatively novel at this point to be back in the in the game. But there was one of these events I got last minute. And I had to miss this little like dance performance of Sebastian's. And I was watching it on FaceTime with John during the room flip at the wedding over like trying to watch like this grainy video on FaceTime. And I was like, this is bullshit. I did not start this business almost 20 years ago to, to still be missing my life's milestones in the service of other people's. Like, I missed all my friends' weddings. I missed every party. I missed every dinner. I, like, missed every – I missed everything. Like, from when I was 28, on, I never saw – I was never there on weekends. And it's like, to be still doing that is just – it sucked. And I made the decision right then and there that I needed to make this company, like, me-proof. Like, I needed to make it so that, like, nothing's relying upon me. If I disappeared tomorrow, everything would go on as planned, but that I still had – a stake in the company but that nothing bottlenecked with me and I wasn't going to be called a DJ at the last minute like it was I just want I felt like covid had taken every comfort that I had given myself as a result of being a business owner had disappeared for years and I just needed to like get it back so I spent like all of Q1 in 2023 trying to put together this dream team and find all the systems and you know, to put everything together to make it so I wasn't bottlenecking anything. And so I got my new operations manager. I started working with this new business coach, that uses the EOS system. I may have talked about this. I don't remember, but whatever. You're hearing it again. Or maybe it's new to you because you're a new listener. Hello. Thanks for coming. Anyway, I started working with this new business coach that uses the entrepreneurial operating system, EOS, which is this whole thing. But if you own your own business, at some point someone has mentioned the book, Traction by Gina Wickman. It's the basis for EOS. It has a like very specific framework on how everything is tracked and considered. And my ADHDS needs that kind of structure and Melissa, the new operations person is just really good at keeping me on track, which is what I need. So for January through March, I get get the pieces in place. And then that's when the real work starts. And on top of everything, I thought that I was on top of everything, but I wasn't. There was just so much to do and trying to get all done and maintain this podcast was creating all this guilt and mental clutter. So I bailed and I needed to do the work stuff and get it organized and then start the fun stuff again. So there has been a lot of work, so much work. And here I am in January 2023, and I am so much closer to my goal of getting the business completely systemized and getting everyone in the right seat and making it so that while the buck stops at me, it will hopefully stop a lot earlier so it never gets to me. I am so pleased to announce that I'm going to be doing a subscription service just like everybody else, all up in my lady business, Mary's version. It will give you exclusive access to premium content. It's only $5 a month. And I feel like that is very doable because it's a cheap date. I am going to be doing a live Q&A like Ask Me Anything, like Q&A, AMA, WTF, on the third Tuesday of the month for all of my paid subscribers. Subscribers can submit questions before via voicemail and email submissions or during the live stream chat function. You will then have access to the recordings of the live stream. For five whole American dollars, you can ask me about anything. Business questions, employee questions, super unbinding legal questions. I can tell you some I can talk about my extremely liberal politics. I can talk about my adorable kid, my neurodivergent kid. I can talk about how I quit drinking, about Taylor Swift, about chronic pain, beekeeping, making crafts. I have no boundaries. So really, I dare you. To make me blush At best I will be a little business coach Who might actually Help you solve a problem And at worst I'm like Delilah But I talk about How fucked up it is To be a woman In this crumbling democracy And then I play A Roberta Flack song All that for just Five dollars a month I am really excited About this Because I just really Want to sit around And talk to amazing women And if it can offset My expenses Associated with making This podcast At the same time Well that's just me Being a very smart Business lady Subscribe now And I am pretty sure that you will not regret it. The ironic thing is that after all of that work to get myself out of the day-to-day, I am finding that I am kind of loving being back in it again. (laughs) We've decided to tear apart our entire sales process, put it back together like super efficiently and incorporating AI, which I feel like, I can't tell if I'm an early adopter and I'm going to be, like, on the vanguard of business stuff. Or if this is, like, the beginning of how I begin to bow down to our robot overlords and I am I become part of the Borg and, you know, I'm, like, a big metaphor or whatever. But it has been really fascinating to see, like, and how, you know, how to, I don't know, it's incorporating the AI and, like, actually digging into the software and realizing, like, how to customize it for our needs and You know, I want to hire some people and I want to start adding more services like live bands and silent discos and karaoke and all this other stuff. Like, I just want to make it like a really cool entertainment company. I'm working a lot on Toast and Jam. But what's also amazing is I have been doing some, I don't know how to call it consulting or I don't want to call it coaching. I think I like advising business owners. And so that is something I'm going to be start offering. So do keep that in mind if you are looking for anyone to advise you in your business. I am able to do coaching that and I've been doing it and it's something that I feel like I'm pretty good at and it's been a lot of fun. And then I've been speaking at things. I spoke at a DG conference last fall that was It was such an amazing experience. And I get to speak in Omaha coming up soon at a wedding industry association. And I don't know, I feel like I shouldn't be saying this out loud. Here's the thing anytime a woman brags, or maybe men do this too, I very rarely see that. But whenever, like, you know, if like I think something good about myself, I got to knock on wood. You know, I got to remind myself it could all fall apart instead of just having some positive feelings towards a thing I want to do. What if we just were nice to ourselves and like, really got it together. So anyway, so work. So yeah, we're systemizing. We're launching new things. We are getting super hot and organized. And I'm just going to be trying to do whatever I can to take over the world. So what is today? Today is a day. In a couple of days, I'm going to Panama once again for the trip that kicked all this off. And I feel very grateful to get to go again and get to be with friends, Amy, all the people that I love. And I am sure I'm going to return with some new age hooey, though, that I am all of a sudden way more susceptible to than I ever thought I could be. You know, I kind of can't believe how hippie and weird I've gotten. But, you know, I also didn't think our democracy would be on the brink of extinction. But here we are you know, crystals don't seem so arbitrary as a guide when you see how easily the constitution can be totally eroded. But whatever, I'm glad to be back on the pod bites or whatever airwave equivalent is happening right now. It took a lot longer for me to make it back than I thought it would. But, you know, I wanted to make it so it was worth it when I came back and that I wanted to have like full new branding and everything else, but I couldn't get all of that together. And I oftentimes will use the fact that I didn't get every element this is something I do all the time. And this is probably ADHD or whatever. I don't have the time to pathologize every one of my foibles. But I want to do something. And I know I have the capacity to do everything perfectly. But I can't get it all done. And so then I won't even finish it because I wasn't able to do all the parts perfectly. Does that resonate mm-hmm. with anybody? And uh, like... I wanted to get this on the air a lot longer ago, but I wasn't able to figure out social media and I didn't. I kind of wanted to redo things and whatever. And then I was like, you know what? <laughs> You're never going to do that part. So why don't you just do this part and things will fall into place. And my lovely assistant Jessica is taking over all of this and it's amazing. So we might actually have a very solid situation going with a lot of solid content, working ahead of myself. But anyway, You know, it's like part of the problem I was kind of, you know, falling apart and this like this procrastination was turning into this like full blown imposter syndrome. Like, what even is this podcast? Like, why do I think anyone would care about what I think about anything? Like, what qualifies you to even have a podcast in this pity party? At least recognize that there is about 800,000 podcasts hosted by unfunny white improv dudes who have never examined the why of their podcast. So basically, I'm like at least ahead of the game in caring about my audience. It does seem sometimes like this is just a vanity project, but it has been really nice and frankly surprising how many of my dozens of listeners have reached out to see where I'm at and that they you, hopefully you are here, the people who have been so nice to me and have reached out, are ready to get back at it. And I am here, folks. I am back, baby. And I have some more structure in my podcast. I have some structure in my pocket and baby, it's ready to roar. I have already recorded some incredible interviews with some very savvy lady business owners. And I have a bunch more on the horizon. And here's the other thing, folks, we are rolling out a subscription thing because all the cool podcasters are doing it. So for $5 a month, subscribers will get access to a live stream for a live Q&A. They can submit questions before via voicemail or email and during, during the live stream chat function. And then you'll have access to the recordings of the live stream. At best... I will be a little business coach who might actually help you solve a problem. And at worst, I'm like Delilah, but I talk about how fucked up it is to be a woman in this crumbling democracy, and then I'll play like a Roberta Flack song. So sign up for that. Coming up, I'm going to be spending the next couple of episodes recapping what happened since since we last talked. I saw Taylor Swift a lot. I went to family camp. I was told I was technically overweight by my doctor in June, and that was a wake-up call I never wanted to get. Intermittent fasting has become a real big part of my life. Some of you might be aware of my extremely Evanston drama that happened over the summer with my nightmare of a next-door neighbor who took umbrage with the bees I keep in my backyard. And, uh, God, the entitled nimbyism was so fucking passive-aggressive that it made the local paper not once but twice. Can't wait to unpack that suburban cautionary tale with you. But all of that will have to wait till I get back from Panama. Coming up next week, we we kick off the interviews and then we will have the first of the Q&A, AMA, WTF, whatever we're going to call this Q&A thing coming up. So subscribe to the pod and submit some questions. I want this to be some like Algonquin roundtable shit. Let's do this. Thanks for listening to All Up in My Lady Business. It is produced by Christina Sorum-Williams and Amelia Ruby with Softer Sounds. It is recorded at the Toast and Jam offices in Logan Square in Chicago. You can find resources and links from this episode in the show notes at allupinmyladybusiness.com. If you enjoyed this episode, and you did, smash that subscribe button. And if you're the kind of person that reviews things on the internet, please rate and review us wherever you listen to us. It really does help people find us. Follow us on all of your socials. And don't forget, whatever you do this week, do it with your whole ass. Thanks for listening.